0: Hello, and welcome to the Hardly Rocket Science podcast, the podcast where we talk about what can hardly be described as rocket science. I'm your host, Sosis, and joining me today is my co-host, Raven.
1: Hey, hello, hi. Hey, hello, hello,
0: hi. Surprised we even recorded today, so let's be honest. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Listen.
0: Except we <separate laughs> got, what, 20 minutes before this? <laughs>
1: Because someone wouldn't go and get their water. Someone wouldn't go and take care of themselves.
0: I still do not have water, by the way. Um...
1: Yeah, no, I caved.
0: (laughs) Anyway, so, what's been up with you? How are you doing? We haven't talked for a bit, actually.
1: We have not, no. Um, I've been busy getting some work done, like actual work, surprisingly. Uh, procrastinating, okay. as always. I had two months to do it, except now I'm cramming it all in two days. Um, hmm. Listen, I'm a professionally unprofessional procrastinator.
0: Yep, I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. That's that's pretty much it.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. God, what have I been oh. doing?
1: <laughs> Since Jack last time we
0: recorded... No, since last time we recorded quite a few things have happened actually. Um mm-hmm. I finished my exam for this semester. Which was oh nice. right, you did nice. Fucking, fucking ace that shit. Mm-hmm. kinda mm-hmm. surprisingly, but also not really.
1: Wait, you got your grades already?
0: Yeah. Nice. It, it was an oral exam. You go you go and you do the thing, then you go out, wait a bit, go back in, you get your uh, your grade. Nice. So okay, it's pretty okay. easy. Oh, well, yeah. The thing was t- though, um me and my group member we were like like the friday before we had to hand in we had to hand in on a wednesday but the friday before we were like panicking essentially cuz we also had to write a report um we had to m- make a website and then write a report about like different things um we we're like oh shit we're not going to reach the like page amount and what the fuck is happening oh my god we're so stressed and like this is going to fucking drag us down or whatever and then You know, we asked the teachers, and then we came in, and then we aced the fucking exam, so... Yes. That's always good. An
1: unexpected
0: win. Yeah, sometimes it goes okay. It's only sometimes. Which is very nice. (laughs) Only sometimes. Now, what I wanted to talk about is, um, actually, I will ask this question to you. Oh no. What is your biggest fear? You really have to st- okay. Yes. It's that kind of episode.
1: <laughs> well, I expected that since I knew nothing going in. Yeah. Um, I guess the unknown.
0: Okay, Des- describe. What Anything. Do you mean the unknown? I hate not knowing stuff. I hate not
1: knowing what's going to be ahead. I hate not knowing how things are going to end up. Hmm. Um, okay. If you've heard the quote, I think it's a Lovecraft quote, but <laughs> um, it states the oldest and strongest emotion of mankind is fear, and the oldest and strongest type of fear is fear of the unknown.
0: Yeah, okay, that makes sense.
1: And it does. And it's just I would rather know. Like that's why I always try to think of every outcome and every possibility to every single like situation. And most of the times um, I'm
0: decent-ish at it. Other times I'm way off. Hmm. Okay, fair enough. The reason why I asked this question is because my biggest fear is forgetting, not just forgetting, but forgetting, like, everything. Essentially, dementia, or Alzheimer's. Um, Because, to me, the fact that you can start forgetting who you are, and what you've done your entire life, like, just like that, and not know what the fuck is going on at any given moment, is... Horrifying.
1: I'll raise you one better.
0: Okay, go ahead.
1: What about being forgotten? Not just not just by this current generation, not just by like everyone you know right now, but completely and utterly erased from time and history as a whole, as if you never existed.
0: Uh- no, that is a fear I have. Kinda. There's a reason why I'm a content creator. There's a reason why we're sitting here. I'll be honest. I would like to be remembered. I, I will give you that. But I have a way bigger fear of not remembering. Because the fact that somebody can actively like be in front of you, say, okay, I'm going to go now, and then they walk like two meters away from you. And then they come back and you do not remember the interaction you just had is yeah. horrifying. Like, I don't even... I can't comprehend what that must be like. Because how the fuck should you be able to? The uh-huh. reason why I bring this up is because we have in our topic, uh, topics <laughs> here um, a YouTube video, actually, called Everything at the End of Time. Now, so I don't know if that you... yeah, that is what that is. And what it is is basically dementia simulated fume music. Um, so like, it, it's like six hours, I think, of just like old timey kind of class, uh, classical music, and it slowly gets more and more distorted over time. And like, by the end, it's essentially just static, because that's what dementia feels like.
1: At and you hadn't, end. and you hadn't told me, or he hadn't thought of telling me to watch that before, you know, getting here.
0: No. Because I actually kind of assumed you would have, but, um, I mean, you can go on to the fucking YouTube video and...
1: Now, you said it. it's a six hour video.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you can just do it quickly. Like, just take the shit, like, look through the comments and the description and stuff and, like, skip through the video. It's a, there's a few different stages to it and shit, and I think, like, a lot of people are like, oh, this is very scary, or whatever. I don't necessarily think the video itself, or, like, the music itself is scary. The thing is, I'm fascinated by a lot of weird things, and Mm -hmm. I am fascinated by things that also scare me. Okay. So, as much as I absolutely fear forgetting a video like this to me is highly fascinating and i think it does at least from my from what i've like heard and read about it it does an amazing job at being fucking weird and like just (laughs) showing dementia through sound because what that's one of the things we know about dementia as well is that the few times where like people's brains have started like working again not necessarily working like that way but just like that some sparks sparks yeah that some sparks have flown and like they seem like a person essentially is mm-hmm. when they have listened to music like that they used to like they start like essentially being their old self again and I think the fact that there's a media out there that allows that, even if it's completely fucking accidental, which it obviously is, I think it's good to know what is accidental, like the way music can... Music. I don't think... Music was probably never created to, you know, kind of be a remedy of brokenness. Because, like sure it's become that in some ways in many ways people express their feelings and emotions from music but the fact that it can be used as a tool to like activate a person who cannot remember who they are themselves is fascinating and I want to I don't know how many studies are done on it this is like as I'm talking about this, my, my brain is fucking sparking. Be like, wait, I should do 50 fucking researchers on this right now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, wow. like, I think it's fascinating that it's even a thing that you can lose yourself, but then listen to something that you used to listen to and then be like, oh, I know exactly what's happening in this like current moment. And I can remember my childhood or whatever. Because like, that's kind of what they see. Like the person becomes alive again.
1: The human brain is fascinating in that sense because we don't know how memories and consciousnesses form. Like, mm.
0: well, okay, we kind of, we know memories are electric uh, electric signals in the brain. Yeah, but, but like.
1: But
0: otherwise than that, we don't fucking know. Other
1: than that, we don't know anything. Because, like, how is one electric signal supposed to distinguish your childhood memory of falling down a slide from an adulthood memory of you, I don't know, doing your taxes? Yeah. Like, how is an electrical signal, an electrical shock, supposed to, like, distinguish between that? I'm glad we're getting closer and closer to, like, deciphering it, because um, I don't know if you know about this, but we have managed to um, upload the, like, not the entirety of, but one centimeter cube of a rat's brain Mm. um, up into the cloud. That process...
0: Took I'm pretty sure nine months. One centimeter yeah. cube. And it Just took the amount of data that are in your brain is Yeah, no. Fucking wild. It took um nine
1: months and I think it took up like five something like five hundred terabytes.
0: Hmm. I believe that.
1: So that's one centimeter. Yeah. And one, it's not fully accurate. Two, it doesn't have a consciousness. Three, the memories aren't all there. Like, yeah. you and basically it's a just... Rat. Uh, it's a rat. You basically just yeah. uploaded a blank canvas of a brain. Mm-hmm. Which, don't get me wrong, it's a, it's giant, it's huge progress. Um, Except... We're a long ways away from properly using that for humans
0: one of the things I doubt we will ever see because I know it may seem like we're oh we're kind of close to this we're kind of close to this like I don't think we will ever be able to upload a human right. like you you will I don't think okay I don't think that me as a person will ever be able to go from one stage of living flesh like to being a robot you know just because of the sheer amount of data the thing is
1: there are new methods of data storage that are being like put out right now and i fully like trust those to be able to hold like the internet times hundreds and hundreds of thousands more. For example, Microsoft is working on uh, like light storage. Literal light storage. Like you get a glass cube and you write data to it using light. I don't know how that works. I don't even want to begin to think how that works. But it's being used right now in their internal systems. Like they're actively working on developing this technology for it and with storage methods like that, it doesn't seem too far off, like it actually does not seem too far off.
0: Mm, okay. in that case, I have a different question for you then. okay. Do you think that you would be the same person going from flesh to machine Define a person? You right now what is it? do mean? you think you, your conscience your your experiences right now? your sensations of being would be the exact same person if you were sitting in a robot body up the, where your consciousness had been uploaded? Or do you think that you would die and someone who just is, is you, a copy of you, would start living? If your flesh body stopped working your brain deactivated at the moment of completion of upload do you think you would be the robot
1: it depends how cuz i don't even know the answer to that question cuz it depends how it's <laughs> a theoretical question yeah no that's 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 actually like one of the major questions that needs to be answered is how do you define a person it's more of an ethical question is how do you define a person is a person a collection of memories In which case, yes, I would be the same. If you upload all of my memories, I would be the same. I would be the exact same person. Or is a person a consciousness? In which case, no, I would not, because you would be recreating the consciousness. Have you ever heard of the ship of Thesis?
0: No, I have not. You have a ship,
1: and over time, you start replacing each and every plank of wood in that ship.
0: Oh right, yeah.
1: Until you replace uh, every single plank. Is it the same ship?
0: Okay. Or yeah, what I would say is yes, but that's purely based on the reason that you're not replacing the entire ship at once. You're slowly over over a long time, weathering parts and, and replacing them. You're not taking the ship pulling it apart, building it again. So yes, it's, it's the same ship. Because nice. every, every single plank has interacted with each other in some way, right? Like, it's all been worn over time and replaced slowly as needed. It's the same with a person. Your cells are dying in the fucking second. Like, sure, you're not s- structurally, cellularly, you're not the same as you were fucking five years ago or seven years ago. Two minutes ago. Two minutes ago. However, you have all of those bits that are being replaced have interacted with each other one way or another to, you know, continue for you to be you in a way. Yeah. So that's, that's I would say yes, common. it's the same ship. But what I'm asking is more. It's not replacing slowly. It is taking you like all at once, and I get trans. It. Yeah, all at once and transferring it, not making a copy. It's it's a cut paste, not a copy paste. Okay. <laughs> I think no, personally, to that. Yeah. I don't think I would be the same person.
1: Yeah, it depends how, like, scientists working on this would define a person. Is it a collection of mm. memories or is it a consciousness? Because if it's a consciousness, it's a hard no. Because yeah, you're not. And I, of- I
0: think i i think I'm thinking of it as a consciousness. Because you would not
1: be, you can't transfer a consciousness from one body to another, you can't hold a consciousness, because we don't even know what a consciousness is. Scientifically, there's no such thing as a consciousness.
0: No, because, like, what the fuck is a human, even? Exactly. No. So,
1: you wouldn't be transferring a consciousness, you'd be recreating it from scratch using your memories as a template. Exactly. So no, you would not be the same person if that's the definition and, we're going by.
0: Yeah, and that <laughs> kind of pisses me off. Because, like, <laughs> I I I have a fear of dying. Or not a fear, I have a fear of being dead, rather, I would say. Um, okay. And I would like to live, genuinely. As shit as everything is, I, you know, I'm having a decent a time. I feel like Having experiences and being able to, you know, live, be conscious, is quite, quite nice. And I don't really want that to end, necessarily. Even as much as I joke about it sometimes, saying I'll kill myself at 40. I won't, probably. Anyway, (laughs) Um, the fact that I don't have, or won't even consciously, like conscience-wise, be able to have a backup in the future through a fucking, like, mechanical body, Mm. a mechanical brain even, is is annoying, yeah, it's scary, (laughs) because I don't believe I would be the same person. That would not be me, it would be a recreation, like you've said. Sure, it may act and talk and walk and do everything as I would. But I don't think that I would be that, you know? Well, you're in luck because
1: you don't have to feel pissed about it much longer. Because this is some cyberpunk tech shit and it's not gonna, <laughs> this is not gonna happen anytime in your life, anytime. Like, it's not even gonna happen anytime within the next, like, couple decades,
0: I don't think. Like, we kind we, not... of we we don't know, to be honest. We don't, but I kind
1: of doubt our ability to be that fast.
0: Mm. We there's there's hopes, and like, I don't know what I'm hoping for <laughs> if I'm hoping for it to be made or I'm hoping for it to not be made. Because, like, one way or another, both are kind of bad. Do we need to be that advanced, you know, like, in quotations, kind of, as, hu- as, like, a human race? Because I don't think we do. I think I... we're going to reach a point where advancing further is going to be more of torture than it's going to be an aid. Again. You can't stop progress, that's a thing. No, I know. Um, And
1: yes, it will be a burden. Like, every time you progress, there's going to be a burden of, do we need this? Is this for the betterment of everyone, or is it going to cause suffering? And again, a utilitarian point of view, but knowing how, uh,
0: do you know if the Kardashev scale describing it, then I can tell you. Um, it is basically. <laughs> I don't remember names of shit.
1: <laughs> it's a scientific scale of measuring a civilization's technological advancement based on the amount of energy that they
0: use. Hmm. Um I may have heard of that. I'm not entirely sure.
1: Basically. There are three types of civilizations: type one, two, and three. Um, We're not even on type one. Oh right, yeah. Type one is a civilization that is able to utilize its entire, like, entire planet's energy resource. Type two: entire solar system. Type three: entire galaxy. Yeah, we're not. We're on type like zero point eight three or something. We haven't even reached type 1. So to think that we would stop anytime soon, that would make a lot of scientists upset.
0: But, okay, yeah, but what I mean, for example, is not necessarily like, because I would say utilizing energy in that way, for example, is a good thing. And, like, kind of, not necessarily a necessary thing, but it's closer to being necessary than a fucking neural uplink, for example, like, like Elon Musk is developing. Like, you don't, need to have a, you don't need to have a chip in your brain to, you know, listen to music. That is not a necessity. No, it's a comfort. It is, we have that almost already. We have a phone with AirPods, I'll get
1: back to that later, but no, the whole, the whole, the scale is based on the amount of energy we consume. Don't be fooled by the word energy, because right now, why is it that we can only upload one centimeter cube of a rat's brain and it took nine months to do so? Because we don't have the energy to do that. We don't have the energy to power supercomputers for that long, or we don't even have the energy to build a more powerful supercomputer. To upload that one centimeter cube faster, or more volume of that rat's brain faster, energy is the currency of everything, everything that matters at least. yeah, so to base a civilization's advancement on energy is the most like scientifically accurate method of doing so now, whether or not you should have a chip in your brain for listening to music. <laughs> That is, again, it's more of a convenience than a necessity, but that's, again, I would define it under innovation. Because innovation I see as finding solutions to current problems and or problems you never realized you had.
0: Okay, but what is the problem? (laughs)
1: I don't know, do your airpods don't fall out? I don't use airpods. Well, there's your problem. <laughs> no. <laughs> Listen, I would be the first to get a microchip in the rain once that shit hits oh, the market. No,
0: yeah, like, well, I wouldn't be the first, but I'm in there, like, I'm, I I am being marketed to buy it, sure. I'm gonna wait for that shit to, like, reach version 2 at least, um, yeah. but...
1: I I will be one of the beta testers.
0: <laughs> I will not not for something that directly connects to my brain. Fucking hell! Um, I've, said
1: it, I've said it before and I'll say it again. If scientific progress requires me to use myself as a test subject, I would one hundred percent do it. You
0: concern me. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, yeah.
1: I would one hundred percent do it only, but I. Again, I obviously won't be able to, because there are so many laws in place that prevent that. Which Yeah.
0: But sometimes, people don't really care about those laws in place. I can
1: argue, if I want to consent, or if I do consent, that I want to use my own body to scientifically test a theory that I'm working on in a lab, why not?
0: You know... Hmm, do I want to make this reference? (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna say it. Okay, Victor. Okay, okay. (laughs) No, that was- Wait, you're gonna say I'm wrong? You're gonna say
1: I'm wrong? That was an unnecessary attack. I'll have (laughs) you know. That was an unnecessary attack, and... I'm starting to feel that you're right and okay maybe, maybe I am a little bit of a Kenny, but um we're gonna we're just gonna breeze past that and pretend we didn't hear anything
0: Oh, that's great. It's very nice
1: <laughs> that was I didn't know like i I didn't <laughs> need to be attacked
0: today, thank you, zosis. <laughs> you're welcome, oh God, yeah, no, i The thing is, I agree, in a way. If I were to be a scientist in some way or another, I would be like, fuck it, I need a test subject. And I feel like I'm too good of a person to trick somebody into being tested on. So I would just test on myself, you know? I need this mechanical arm to start working. (laughs) We need to figure out somehow, (laughs) like...
1: No, again, it's like, one, you can either find a test subject that, with 100% informed keyword-informed consent, you're allowed to experiment on, or two, you use yourself. Like, I don't see the issue with that.
0: Um... No, but I think some other people do. I mean, there's a, like, a line of ethics and shit. There's a line of ethics, but if
1: this is, like, the ethical subjects in question is yourself and you're all for it, then I think... Yeah,
0: you're, yourself, but what if it's somebody else? Sure, they might be fully informed about every single detail, but still, is it ethical?
1: At that point... It's like, okay, let's say we're working in a lab to try and, all right, a person has had spine cancer and it, like, spread out and got to multiple body parts. And you have, you've been working on a prototype cure that Mm -hmm. is far, far from being used or even tested on animals but that person is in dire need of it if that person consents to it and is like informed of all of the risks and you as a scientist or a biologist tell them okay i'm going to try and like reduce the pain as much as possible and try to make it as comfortable to, like for you as i remove this cancer from you but there are no guarantees i think that's a good enough deal that i would take it if I was a test subject, like you inform, you inform them, I'm going to try and minimize the pain as much as possible, which you actually do like in good faith. Yeah, yeah you,
0: you keep your word,
1: but there are no guarantees. I think there, I don't see an ethical dilemma with that. And I think both sides are clear.
0: Okay. Inter-
1: interesting. But maybe I'm just like an overly,
0: <laughs> maybe you're too willing to be a test subject. It's <laughs> a weird King Raymond. Anyway, uh, okay, <laughs> you really are Victor. Huh? No, <laughs> you know joking, what? Goodbye, everybody. Yeah, that's it. Raven has left the podcast. Um, I've I've gotten attacked enough on like two times or the three times I was here. She'll now go watch her cane again for oh. the second time this month. Um, And then continued
1: You dragged me to watch it with you The first time this month
0: I didn't not You were like I said I have had a a Urge to watch your can again And then I distinctly remember Like a week later You sent a message to me
1: Not even a week, two
0: days (laughs) Two days later then Doesn't help your case Where you asked me Want to watch Arcane? <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, no. I that show is special to me, so
0: it's a good I, show. It's definitely it a good show, and again, it shows some fascinating personality traits. <laughs> I I am genuinely fascinated by people. One of my like favorite genres as well is. I guess I would say, like, psychological horror. Normal horror? Nah, not really. But, like, psychological, like, the weird and absurd. Mm. I love the, the shit that makes you question, like, what the fuck is going on and, like, that kind of shit. I, I love it. Um, I love... What's it called? A few shows I really love. I love Dexter, I love Hannibal, and I love Mindhunter.
1: All three of which I do not know about.
0: They are all, like, crime-solving. Mindhunter, specifically, is kind of like a dramatized documentary in a way of, like, uh, the FBI essentially interviewing serial killers and coming making the term serial killer. Because they used to call them sequence killers. But then they, you know, started... They changed the name after a while. I can't necessarily remember why. Um, but, like, that shit is very fascinating. Hannibal is, again, about a, a man, a kind, of, a kind of a forensics uh, expert. Not necessarily. Doesn't really do forensics. But, like, he would go to a crime scene and visualize in his head how the murder happened to help understand the killer. And okay. Dexter is literally just a psychopath, um who became a forensics a- expert and his urge to kill is say she, he he's essentially just learned to kill bad people while also working for the police and like being a forensics expert and like figuring out how people got murdered. The last two of those,
1: like Hannibal and Dexter. I I think I've watched an anime based
0: on their plot. <laughs> Maybe i also had an urge recently to watch Hannibal. It's really good. Again, I don't have the energy to sit down and watch a show or a movie.
1: I just can't. Like except not if without... it's arcane. Except. <laughs> <laughs> no, Lucas pictures there. No. Uh-huh. It's it's like it drains me. It physically drains me. Hmm. I just cannot. Like, my attention span, uh, no. Gone. We finished Arcane in what, six, seven hours? Maybe in one setting. Yeah, no.
0: We had Enter- one break to get food and water and piss. That was it. A-
1: <laughs>
0: like, again, it was
1: entertaining only because I had someone there to keep me
0: entertained. Hmm. Yeah, because, you know, we, we'd seen it before. If I was watching that first time, I would be annoyed as shit that somebody else was there because we talked. If I'm invested in the show, I want silence. If I've seen it before, sure, then I can start talking over it and shit.
1: No, the first time I watched that, when it came out, I watched like an episode a day and I hated it because I it was like 45 minutes of me sitting still and just watching mm. it. I had no one to watch this with. No, I, this <laughs> shithead came
0: along. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I think like my fascination with the kind I guess also kind of like uncomfortableness of something like I guess watching a psychopath and like just for Dexter in this um, like somebody who is struggling with that kind of shit and uh, like both being able to see you know personality traits that you kind of recognize in yourself um but also the you know kind of unknown and just i don't know how to describe it i guess the yeah just the psychological aspect of it is why i think i also really like inside cuz it it gives some of the same vibes it gives the like a person slowly Deteriorating mentally, <laughs> yeah, psychologically. you want because, to tell us Because this? He, b- because he's forced to entertain. Um, I don't know. Like genuinely, I am fine. <laughs> as a yeah. as a person uh, and uh, mentally, I'm doing quite good. I would say, currently, <laughs> I genuinely like had an aspiration shortly to be a psychologist. Because, first of all, it's, it's being able to help people with their mental problems, which is something I feel like I would be good at. Mm. Um, but then I was also like... What, were you the therapist friend? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not even a fucking question, yeah. Uh, but also, it would be able to kind of study people. I get, like, that's not what you're supposed to do as a therapist. But everybody kind of does.
1: <laughs> I'm taking psychology as an elective course. Um, mm. I'm, like, I'm majoring in biomedical. I'm majoring in biomedical and neuroscience, yet I'm taking psychology as an elective course. Why? Because I want to yeah, people watch. Yeah, that's something
0: I do a lot as well. Like, like, I, I just-, <laughs> just eavesdrop on people as well. Like you're in
1: public space and you're eavesdropping and you're like trying to analyze, you're trying to psychoanalyze people. No, it's like
0: I genuinely, for a long time, I did not wear earbuds or like any type of like listen to music or or something on public transport because I would just eavesdrop on people's conversations (laughs) and get some kind of. Sometimes it would be a fun little story, sometimes it would be something where we're like, is this person okay? Oh. This is people studies in in public spaces.
1: Like again, it's this is like It's like we're playing RuneScape. You start off with basic <laughs> people watching skills, and then you go and study them to level up. This is what I'm doing. I'm
0: leveling up yeah. my people watching skills. That is like one of the things that kind of annoys me sometimes with games. If that is that if I don't know a game and I start playing it I will obviously take the time to learn the controls, whatever, figure out what I'm doing. But then I, if I have to like start playing with somebody, they start asking me for all the controls and shit. I was like, just figure it out yourself. Please. (laughs) (laughs) It annoys me Generally, it doesn't know me sometimes. It's like, you, you can figure this out. It takes like two minutes. I know you've played video games before. <laughs> but also. You just don't have the patience. I mean, kinda. But also, for examples, in terms of. Let's take CSGO. Uh, because that's one I know I've definitely done it from. From watching esports events, I have gotten better at playing the game. Not by playing the game. By watching people play the game. Because I see stuff. Not even like consciously. But I see like. Oh you throw smoke here. You flash there. Right. And then I'm like. And then next time I play. I'm like. Oh yeah. I can throw a flash here. Or like, and, like I like, know how to utilize. My uh, grenades better. Essentially. Right. I don't Just by watching.
1: Why don't, do not Valorant, huh? Why don't you do that with Valorant, Why don't you do that with Valorant? Because I don't want to watch Valorant. Did I mention that Zosus,
0: after no. being so high... Z- stop. No, cut. No, cut. No, cut. Cut.
1: Zosus, after oh, being shit. so high and mighty and refusing to play Valorant, one day decided to ask me do you want to play Valorant? At like 2 in the morning. And then did it again a week later or a few days later.
0: I... Listen, <laughs> the main reason why I didn't want to play Valorant is because you would you kept pestering me about it. And I, mean, I am yeah. a spiteful motherfucker. I don't know if you noticed this, I refused to drink water for like 20 minutes. Or go get water for 20 minutes before we recorded, just to spite you. <laughs> uh, can you go get um, some now, at least? No. Okay, thank you. <laughs> We're still recording, so fuck that. No, yeah, I am a spiteful fucker, uh, and if somebody tells me to be like, if somebody tells me, you have to do this, I will immediately go, no, I I can be actively cleaning my room, somebody will go, hey, you should clean your room, and I will not do it, because they have told me to, and I refuse to. I never said you have to play Valorant, I said, do you want to, or can you play Valorant with me? No, you, like. you have several times been like, play Valorant! Come on, play Valorant! Come on, you gotta join us yeah, in Valorant. Why no. do you only want to play Valorant?
1: You it gotta play Valorant.
0: It wasn't a forced, you have to. It No, was a... but you were pestering me about it. And I, as I, soon as you gave up, gave up, I was like, All right, now I might actually play the game. <laughs> if you pester me to clean my room, I will not do it. As soon as you stop annoying me with it, I'll be like, "Ah, right, it's time to clean my room. It is spite, and it is just how my brain works. so that's why you're dehydrating yourself right now. yeah, yeah, no i I'm a spiteful motherfucker.
1: <laughs> I've
0: noticed also, if you're listening to this currently, I want break, actually, like break from content creation, which I think I think actually might fuck with me a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Like, it's not happened yet, obviously. Uh, but I really enjoy making content. And I think not making content for a month is going to screw with me. Because, I mean, one of the other things, I've finished school, right? Not finished, finished, but I finished the semester. We, right. And that gave me a structure. That gave me an everyday life structure. I have mm-hmm. several times wanted to make content not had a structure, like, not had, a, had school or job to give me structure, and then not streamed, for example. Sure, I have a schedule now as well, but not having a daily structure fucks me. As much as I don't, like, oh, I have to wake up at 8 in the morning and then go to bed at whatever, as much as I hate that and, like, my day being take, uh, taken up by something, like that that i don't necessarily enjoy i needed to function as a person if i'm left to my own devices and being in like able to do whatever i will not do anything even things i actively want to do i will end up not doing that's been
1: me for the past few months hmm. like i would try to get any sort of work done Like, I'm supposed to be writing something. I'm supposed to be working on that website. I'm supposed to be doing, like, a bunch of other shit. And I never, like, do any of it because I don't have a schedule to be like, okay, I have to do this and this and that today. And I can't bring myself to put one. One has to be put for me.
0: Yeah, it's the same. Sure, I can write down, oh, today you have to do this and this and this. Or this and this and this. But there's nobody holding me accountable. <laughs> With school or a job, you know, you're held accountable to meet up and do your homework or do your job. But as soon as that is gone, th- there there is no incentive in my head to do so. Like, to actually do those things. Because I can just wait. I can do it tomorrow. It's not hurting anybody but myself not doing it. So. And then... For example, if there's a deadline set, I will wait and I will wait and I will wait and oh god, it's two days till the deadline. I don't have anything, and I know now is the absolute latest time I can start if I want it to be done. So that's when I'll start. I'm on the same boat. I have something that
1: is due the first of July. And I I only have a third of it done. Yeah. That that third I finished. In two days. Hmm. Because I pushed myself and like I stayed up for like 18 hours.
0: Well, that's also kind of stupid. (laughs) Well, yes. I know. Uh, 18 hours isn't completely bad. I used to stay up for 20 hours a day. Sometimes more. Living on four hours of sleep is not a good idea, let me tell you that much. Yeah, you've mentioned. Like continuously. (laughs) You've mentioned. I'm glad you're out of that job. I mean, yeah, I was going to get out of one way or another, you know, by starting school, but quitting was genuinely very mentally helpful. Right. And I also think that's a very good time to end that. We have a Discord, I don't know if you know this, um, we also release episodes on a bunch of fucking platforms. You're probably listening to it on one of them. um. And if you're not, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, exactly. How the fuck? Get out. (laughs) Why are you in my room? Um, (laughs) We post on Twitter and Discord when we're live. Check those out if you want to know. Otherwise, it's Sundays at 7 p.m. CEST. Right? Uh, Mondays? How can I know? Sundays. You know it. You're listening to this
1: every other Sunday
0: every every other Sunday that's the one we had an outro that worked for two episodes and then I fucked it up bye